Hey Posties, welcome to another episode of Entrepreneurish. This is Ellie, your host speaking. And today I just wanted to go ahead and give you a trigger warning. Um, I have noticed a lot of podcasts just start talking about very heavy subjects as if it's it's just normal. You could just pop that into me, um, pop that onto my psyche, onto my, my soul. So I'm not going to do that to you. Today we talk about um, the effects of art after the loss of somebody taking their life. Um, Tamara and I have very similar experiences in taking something tragic and making it positive. And I just wanted to share this story with you guys, but not without letting you know. We talk about a few heavy subjects. I'm going to show you a clip of it in the beginning so that you can still choose whether or not you're going to watch the whole episode. I hope you enjoy. I first started this podcast. Um, If you listen to my very early episodes, you can hear that I'm like nervous about sharing my opinion with everyone. So um, how did you get comfortable with sharing your artwork with so many eyes? Um, Because no, for me, I was like, oh, what if they judge me? Um, <laughs> how do you how do you get over like that question in your head or how do you mute that voice? Well, um, there was a there was a big pivotal moment where um, I took a class at a local art center and um, it was kind of dealing with things that you were going through. And I think just like sharing, you know, your story with people can sometimes be a real challenge and um i know we had chatted about this too when we talked last week that um my um my father actually committed suicide and i did um a piece i i create i also sew so i i sewed a doll a, a doll and i took um little scraps of paper and i wrote messages to my dad and I stuck them all over the, the doll, pinned them to the doll. And then um, they said, you know, would you like to participate in a show? And I said, yeah, sure, I, I would love to do that. And then I, I attended the show with a few friends and, you know, I didn't think like, well, people are gonna like kind of open those and, and oh, they're gonna see it. Yeah. It was so raw and it was like, Wow, I, you know, I, I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm really out there now because that's something that I don't share with everyone. And it's um, kind of a hard thing to share, but it was like, it, I felt like I was cracked open at that moment. And then it's like, you know, it, it just like, felt well. easier. <laughs> it was a big, it was a big moment. Wow. Oh my gosh. Um... So, all right, guys, that's the clip. So I'm giving you one last chance to bow out of this episode if this subject is too much for you. Um, I appreciate you guys for watching. Um, And let's get to know Tamara. She's an extremely talented artist, guys. And I cannot believe I had the privilege of meeting her. So welcome to Entrepreneurs with your host, Ellie. Hey, so hi everyone, my name is Ellie and you are watching Entrepreneurish and I wanted to bring something to everybody's attention. First, it's my new hairstyle. Hope you guys like it. <laughs> um, this is by the Lola Effect and she is sponsoring today's show. So say hi to Lola and if you guys are looking for 
um, bundle installs or to find a new hairstylist. She does natural hair. She does absolutely everything. Then definitely check out the description bar below. We're gonna have a link to her services. And if you wanted to, if you want to learn how to do a look like this yourself, you can join her academy. It is the TL Academy, and she is teaching how to get a style just like this, start to finish. So definitely check out the links below if you're interested. All right, now that we are done with our commercials, it is time to introduce our special guest. This is Tamara. Say hi. Hello. Hi. So, um, so it's so weird. I met her at an art show. And I was actually a little late coming um, to the party, but we got to talking and I was so thankful that you walked me around to show me all of your beautiful works. And after I saw them and we laughed a few times, um, I was like, she has to come on the show. So I want you to introduce yourself to everybody um, so that they can get to know you like I've had the chance to. Well, um, it was great to meet you too, Ali. I'm, I'm <laughs> here today. Um, I'm an artist. Um, I live in Virginia. Um, so I came down um, to Atlanta to showcase my artwork. And it was so lovely to see Ellie and all the others. And I have to say that everyone in Atlanta is so sweet and so kind. Oh. I had such a good time there and I was thrilled and people were very engaged and um, had lots of nice questions and comments so I really appreciate your community. Oh thank you. You know I get two things about Atlanta. We're either um, too fancy like we charge too much for the regular things or <laughs> we're super nice and have southern hospitality so I'm glad you got the second one. I'm so happy to hear that. <laughs> I, I love the style of the people too. It's, uh, oh yeah, we're dressing. I think the first thing I noticed was your purse. It was, um, you made it, correct? Where it was like a grass purse. And I was like, what is this? Who is this person? I did, I made my purse because the, um, the title of the show included nature. And so I wanted to bring a little nature, although it, it wasn't truly grass. I but mean. <laughs> It was beautiful. One of the first things I noticed, she was like, oh, I made this. And I was like, that's so cool. You paint and you make your own bags. Like what? So what is your medium as an artist? What would you call, or is it everything? <laughs> well, I call myself a multidisciplinary artist because okay. I, I mean, I made this shirt. I, I, awesome. um, she makes I everything. <laughs> sculpture and um, I work with clay and, where I went to school, um, you didn't have to major in a certain area, so you got to explore everything, and so I continue to do that today. Okay, so how long have you been an artist? Um, really my entire life. Um, even when I was a child, um, my mother would take me to Saturday morning art classes. Oh. I grew up best, and um, there was like a little um, sort of community college, um, Indiana Purdue University had a little extension in a town close to us and so every morning I would every Saturday morning I would join my mom and she'd take me to um, art classes so it was nice to have um, the support of your family to you know follow your dreams oh right exactly I think that is something that I'm actually seeing a little less of on social media a lot of people are saying that they don't feel support from their family first to kind of get it from strangers 
Um, and right. that's something that you, well, you said that your family supported you first. So, um, please, I guess, um, tell me how you got started. Cause did it start in that Saturday class or what is your journey to get to having your own art show in a whole nother city? Like very curious as to how that happened. Well, um, you know, I, I have two children, so the whole time they were younger, I worked, but I also, um, maintained a studio and painted and um, did more so commission work than um, because I could fit it into mm-hmm. my schedule and their schedule. And then um, after they graduated, I had more time to dedicate to painting more more full-time. I teach also, I teach elementary kids, oh, but um, wow. <laughs> it's part-time. So um, I'm able to you know dedicate most of my time to painting. And um, the curator that I think you met, Patty, at, yeah, um, briefly. At, yeah. So I met her um, a year ago, and she held a show here in um, Charlottesville. And I did this huge sculpture, which um, was a little much for me. It was definitely going in a new direction, and it, it was huge. And I never built anything that large before that scale. So, um, the show was a success, but I told Patty, I said, I think um, my next show, I want to do paintings because mm. um, just in that, like trying to move something so large was, I didn't think about those things. So, <laughs> learn, you know, as you go, like that, that was a lot. I enjoyed the process of the sculpture, but moving that, <laughs> was, I mean, there's no way I could have done it to Atlanta. So um, Patty reached out to me and she said she had, she's opening um, galleries in different cities, um, New York and DC and um, Atlanta. And she said, would you like to show your work down in Atlanta? And I thought, wow, what an opportunity. Um, I've been to Atlanta a couple of times, but um, I, you know, experiencing it, showing my artwork and sharing it was just, it was a dream come true. It really, it was really wonderful. So. We enjoyed you. I honestly, um, we've had a few pieces down there, but when I saw yours and I heard the stories, I think one that stuck out to me the most is where you started a project and then you were like, forget that. And you just painted on top of it. And I'm going to definitely snip that into this video as well as your statue, if you don't mind um, sharing that with us. And of course, my phone's ringing. <laughs> Give me one second, guys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, can you talk more about that piece, the name of the piece, and what made you um, kind of switch gears on that one? Um, I feel like a lot of people start something and then are afraid to switch gears. So please let us know how how you were able to just say, hey, let's start over. Well, um, it's called Nightlife, um, and originally it was, um, it was, a, I guess, a semi-abstract. Um, it was, I usually paint um, with a lot of color, like as a child. I was the child that used every Crayola crayon in the, in the box. I didn't learn myself, so um, this um, current show is a little different in that um, it's uh, more abstract and a lot less color. 
So that was kind of hard for me to contain myself because I love to use so much color, but um, it seemed appropriate with the style that I was doing. So the painting that you were talking about, um, it was very colorful. It was one woman looking over another woman's shoulder. And um, as an artist, you sometimes live with your artwork for quite some time. Mm -hmm. I was looking at it and I just thought, um, I just felt like I needed to go in, a, just like lights, I needed to go in a different direction. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes you're headed down one road and you know, you choose a different path and well, sometimes it's, it's successful and sometimes not. And I think as an artist, you need to not treat your artwork like, you know, it's it's the end all be all you you know go a different direction mm -hmm. so i those are very colorful and i just took white and dipped my brush in white and i just started scrubbing all over the canvas oh. <laughs> um there's small amounts of color that are left you can see mm -hmm. the it's very beautiful but yeah, so I, I went over it with some lines and some different colors and it just grew into this completely different painting, which then I was like, okay, this is, this is finished. I, I love the way this looks now. Wow. And I'm so thrilled to bring it down and um, listen to the comments. I know one gentleman asked me if it was a, um, a Black Widow. Oh because yeah, because of the colors. It's... Um... There's a little red spot, mm -hmm. like a pecto, and so he saw that. And I, I love to see my art through other people's eyes as well, so that was really fun. Yeah, I, that's my favorite thing about art, is that it's perception. It is, yeah. It's just perception. And um, I love that you are vulnerable enough to share that art <laughs> with us. Um, because I know me, when I first started this podcast, um, if you listen to my very early episodes, you can hear that I'm like nervous about sharing my opinion with everyone. So um, how did you get comfortable with sharing your artwork with so many eyes? Um, because you know, for me, I was like, oh, what if they judge me? Um, <laughs> how, do you, how do you get over like that question in your head or how do you mute that voice? Well, um, there was a there was a big pivotal moment where um, I took a class at a local art center, and um, it was kind of dealing with things that you were going through. And I think just like sharing, you know, your story with people can sometimes be a real challenge. And um, I know we had chatted about this too when we talked last week that um, my. Um, my father actually committed suicide and I did um, a piece I I, cre I also sew so I I sewed a doll a, a doll and I took um, little scraps of paper and I wrote messages to my dad and I stuck them all over the the doll pinned them to the doll and then um, they said you know would you like to participate in a show and I said yeah sure I, I would love to do that and then I, I attended the show with a few friends and, you know, I didn't think like, wow, people are going to like kind of open those and, and oh, they're going to see them. Yeah. It's so raw. And it was like, wow, I, you know, I, I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm really out there now because that's something that I don't share with everyone. And it's um, kind of a hard thing to share, but it was like, 
I felt like I was cracked open at that moment. And then it's like, you know, it, it just felt well. easier. <laughs> It was a big, it was a big moment. Wow. Oh my gosh. Um, so were the reactions positive from the people who read it or did you feel like, um, I'm, I'm always afraid that I'll be misunderstood. Um, so I'm, I want to know if that's a fear of yours as well. Um, not misunderstood, but, um, the, the messages, you know, were very personal. Mm. And so I think that was, um, the hardest part you know somebody reading your personal writings is and you're I know you're a not a writer so yes <laughs> a different way so that um I think that was more intimidating than it than the art itself mm, okay well I thank you for pointing that out because what I've noticed is like me just doing this every day has made me more comfortable um, right. So I'm, I'm guessing it's the same way with you, where you're like, hey, I did it once, let's do it again, and I could do it one more time, and I'll do it one more time after that. That's kind of... It's easier. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, how do you get to be featured in an art show? Like, I know you said that you found the curator at another art show. How, how do you end up getting um a stage like that a platform like that um sometimes i pursue um or people pursue you know it's back and forth um i've arranged um shows um right now i'm at a a small coffee shop in our town and um it's a lot of personal connections Mm, you know okay i know the owner of the shop and so she reached out to me and you know you, you find out areas where also other artists like clue you into places mm. display people are really nice in sharing that but you know where there are opportunities okay okay so um it's a network thing yeah basically. okay that's perfect um i've noticed that's a lot of the ways that i've gotten my opportunities is by networking so that right. just confirms it <laughs> that you got to network even if you don't want to necessarily you can can find a way to do it comfortably right it's very important oh so important i just um i don't know um if you're like me but i'm an introvert by nature so i love staying at home and creating my own little world so i know sometimes it's hard for me to pull myself away from that to go network so do you have the same i agree with that i mean because writing and and being an artist you're it's internal and you're you're quiet and you're working alone and you concentrate but then mm-hmm. you have to you also have to nurture that other side where yeah. you have to be out public so <laughs> I, I'm, glad I'm like, not alone in that um my friends will say like they can tell when I'm in a creative spent or a sprint because I I'll just be gone for like a week <laughs> be like we'll text you and you'll text back sometimes <laughs> but they're like we know you're writing or creating something and we'll just see you when you're done and I was like right. yeah that's, that's kind of it <laughs> yeah like being at the gallery opening that's completely you know that's like another side of being an artist where you're out there in the public and um, you know so I called a friend actually right before I I drove into the city and mm. I oh gosh you know I'm like nervous about this and he told me a funny story where he was supposed to speak at an art opening and he flat out just said no. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> oh, I, you know, 
or should I? They're not comfortable. Yeah, but you know, I um, I love people who stand in their word, regardless of what it is. So if right. they said no, and they stand yeah. in that, that's kind of awesome. Like that's a that's a superpower in its own. Where you were like, I know I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and then also, if you push yourself to do something that you're not normally comfortable with, I think that's awesome as well because it's just like. You know, I feel like there's a win in every situation. Right, because, I mean, you push yourself and you grow. And that's what it's all about is growing and changing. Yeah, so speaking of growth, um, what would you say is your biggest accomplishment so far? Like, what's your your big call moment? Like, I've made it. <laughs> so um, we had, like, a little Q&A at the um, opening mm-hmm. last Friday. I said... Um, Mine really is when I make my kids proud um, because they're proud of me that just, you know, it just puts me on cloud nine. It makes me, because they were, they were really excited for me. Yeah, Um, mom's traveling with her art. That's so cool. (laughs) Yeah. So that definitely is like, you know, such a, it's a, it's kind of a mom moment, but No, I love it. I love that your, your win was internal. I think a lot of times we place it in like an award or an amount of money or something like that but I love that yours is literally in the joy that you can bring to your kids I think that's amazing that's wonderful I think um, so I guess the message to our listeners on that would be to just um, ground yourself in yourself that way no matter what you can keep moving that's all Yeah, definitely. That's a good way to put it. Okay, great. I'm, I just want to make sure I'm paraphrasing you correctly. For sure. Okay, good. Um, okay, so uh, like you said before with your statue, that that was a lesson. Um, what's another lesson that you've learned? So after you've had accomplishments, I'm sure you've had downfalls like we've all had. So. Oh, yeah. Um, well, you know, always like pick yourself up and... Uh, tomorrow's a new day and you know you can start over um you know I've had things that were successful and then things that are not and I think don't be afraid to pivot and go in a different direction I feel like I've done so many different things as an artist um you know I I've taught children I've um taught it like as seniors wow. um which are a lot like oh really <laughs> Who was 101 years old um, had a paint. Um, so it's I mean, never too her- late. <laughs> yeah, definitely, that's another lesson. It's never too late. Yeah. So there were people um, that asked questions at the show about starting. Don't be afraid. I mean, a lot of people say they're not an artist, but we all started as artists. I mean, every kid just draws, and they they're happy with what you know. They're thrilled with what they do. So if you can touch that again, and you know be childlike and be proud of your artwork. I think anybody, you know, has that in them and that they can, if they can get to that place and you can, you can also be an artist. You can start, you know, from wherever you are, start from where you are. Take one baby step and take a class or, you know, I I would suggest that, yeah. Yeah, My sister is the artist in my family. She's got her Yeah, so, I did not find, I have her website though. I have her website, so I'm going to send that to you so you can see her artistry. But she's like a cartoonist. She's a graphic designer artist. Um, And 
it's so funny because she's like, you want to be an artist so bad. You just don't really know what to do with your hands. <laughs> yeah, I was like, one day, one day I might do abstract art. I think that's what I could do. I couldn't, I couldn't get you to see the picture that was in my head. So we'll do a shadow version of it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to try it. And we're going to let you see it first. If I ever do it, I'm going to be like, look, you said I could try. I expect to see it. I expect to see it. <laughs> yes, I'm going to do that. That is, I'm going to put that on my vision board. How about that? Still January. That's great. Um, so what do you do to kind of keep yourself regulated? Um, like, and I mean like centered in this because I don't know. Creativity for me is sometimes draining once I'm done. So, what do you do to keep yourself balanced after all that? Well, so we live. Uh, we're really lucky. We live kind of near the Blue Ridge Mountains. Um, so I get outside every single day. Mm. Um, I take walks, you know, and connect with nature. I think nature is super calming, and it's a great way to just definitely center yourself um, and exercise and. You know all the things they tell you that you struggle <laughs> and try right and all that but um definitely just get outside and, and have some some peace because then you can like refocus if something's pulling you in one way or another mm-hmm. you know just just a hike in the woods or i mean if i lived i i i am a city girl i love cities um although i don't live in one but um I think just walking around the city and being inspired too. And you guys have a gorgeous view where you are. So we talked about the sky and how gorgeous it is. I mean, sometimes that's all it takes is looking out your window. I love that. You know, what's weird is um, I take skyline videos and pictures of the sunrises and sunsets. I think you saw one of mine. And um, it brings me so much joy, but sometimes I don't know who to send it to you. Cause some people feel like, yeah, that's just the sky. Um, but it's certain people that, you know, like some people don't see art everywhere and some people do. So that's who I save my beautiful pictures for is for the people who can understand the beauty of it. Well, but that's funny. Like even like if I'm looking at, um, a piece of marble on the floor, Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I know this is strange, but I see like, I'll see a face or, you know, it's like you, as an artist, you can't turn it off. You're probably the same thing with words, like, yeah, you know. I can make a story out of anything. Yeah. <laughs> I really can. Um, leave a plate out, and I'll come up with a reason why that plate's still there, or something like that. Oh, I love that. It's so weird. Um, I've been doing that since I was a kid, but I decided to start embracing it and start actually writing and publishing stories, so. Um, thanks for the shameless plug that's coming soon. <laughs> That's coming this year. So, um, any goals for you? That's my goal for this year. What's your goal for the rest of this year? Well, I was thinking like maybe I should um, try to access other cities, like spread out to move in, a, you know, a, a new area, a new direction. Because you know, meeting people down there was so lovely. Maybe there's another opportunity in another city to, or, or it doesn't have to be a city, but just go in a, you know, a new place that oh, I've not sure. been. Yeah, why not? I think that's amazing. I think kind of like you said about your purse, I think you were mentioning that when we met, was that no one really understood it where you were, but then you came down here and people were like, 
I love your style. Or when you went to New York, you said the lady bought the coat, right? That you had made right off of your shoulders. I thought that was cool. So sometimes you need to find your audience. Maybe it's not always in your city. I know, that's true. I, I definitely feel like I need to find my audience. Yeah. And I'm, I'm working. I love it. I The thing that I love now is that we're so connected that you can find them sitting at home. You can find them. Like, you know, how you ended up in Atlanta. You, weren't, you didn't have to be here to get that opportunity. So um, I really want to wish you luck in all of your endeavors. And please let me know if you have any more shows in Atlanta. I definitely love to come. Okay, well, um, it was just, it was so great to meet you. And it, it's, it's going to be fun because you'll always see you on social media. And I'll, I'll know that I, you know, had that lovely conversation with you. And always remember that, Ellie. So. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and before we go, we would like any final words of advice for any aspiring artist out there. Um, just keep plugging away. Make time for art every single day. Um, you know, even if it's like, you know, you're sitting, well, I shouldn't say sitting at a stoplight, but <laughs> it could be anywhere waiting, waiting on someone. And you, when I'm, um, when I travel, I carry a, a tiny little sketchbook and really? like in airports, I love to sketch people. Although you think people are, I do figure drawing and where a figure is, you know, in our room and they stand still. And people move, you think they're going to like just stay still when you're drawing them and they're like <laughs> moving all around. But I take an opportunity or like on the airplane, I'll sketch people, you know, That's watching cool. people. So kind of fun to see um, humor, human in- interaction and, and what, hum- what what spaces they take up. And That's shape true. Space. That's true. I love to people watch. I love to people watch. I do the same thing when I make a story. I'll be like, okay, so guy is on a business trip going to because he just left and then I'll fill in the blanks. <laughs> I got like great imagination. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. I think that's like um, that's the thing that we should hold on to in adulthood is our imagination. Yeah. I agree. So okay, uh, what are your social media handles so everybody can follow you and get to know you a little more. Um, mostly I post on Instagram, which is Tamara, T-A-M-A-R-A dot makes, M-A-K-E-S. And I'm on Facebook too, but not as much. Most most things land on Instagram. Okay. And I know you told me to do TikTok. I'll, I'll, yes, like, you do. Everybody has to do TikTok. It's the yeah. new thing. We all got to get on it. <laughs> okay. uh, I'm looking into that, Ellie. Okay, well, thank you so much for being on the show, Tamara. It was a pleasure speaking with you. Oh, so nice to see you again, and and good luck with all your endeavors. Oh, thank you so much. All right, thanks, guys, for listening. This has been another episode of Entrepreneurish, and we'll see you later. Bye. Bye. If you like this episode of Entrepreneurish, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe.